welcome back to our study. We're talking about the Sermon on the Mount and the first verses of it, which have commonly been called the Beatitudes because they are something that we're to be and something that we're to live out in our attitudes and actions. And the first one is this, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And it's, it helps us to understand the beginning point for us if we're going to have a real relationship with God. We have to be poor in spirit. In my day, way back, uh, there was a famous outlaw, a famous criminal. He was a mobster, Mickey Cohen. And uh, he, he was a guy that was head of a big mob in the, in the East. And the story goes that in the height of his career in crime, he was persuaded to attend a an evangelistic church service at which he showed an interest in Christianity. And and some pastors and others hearing of this begin to talk with him, trying to convince him to trust Christ. And late one night, uh, reportedly, he, he prayed and asked Christ to come into his life. And hopes ran high that this famous mobster would be totally changed and his life would be totally different. It would mean a great difference for a lot of people. But with the passing of time, no one could detect any change in his life. Finally, somebody confronted him with the fact that being a Christian meant that he couldn't continue the way he was living with his friends and his profession as a mobster. His logic was this. Well, they're Christian football players, Christian cowboys, Christian politicians. Why not a Christian gangster? Well, that sounds so ridiculous to us in a sense, but that's exactly what a lot of people think, you know. Their relationship with Christ is not genuine and it's not real. They have a religion, but they don't have a relationship. And the reason is they've never started at the start. And that is to recognize their poverty of spirit. Now, the word that Jesus used here in all of these is the word blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit, or blessed as some say it. And he does that in each one of these. Now, this is a, a really important word in the study, and I think it's, it's important that we understand what it means. And some people say, well, it means happy. That really doesn't define it. Certainly there, because we, we have these characteristics in our lives, that there will be a lot of joy and peace and happiness. But it, it, there's more to it than that. And uh, it really means to be approved, to find approval. So when God blesses us, God is saying, I am approving of you. And this is what when we, in, in the Old Testament a lot, it talks about how we're to bless God or to praise God. It means we are to show him approval. We approve of him. We approve of what he's like. We approve of what he does. And so here, approved are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And uh, you see, the thing is, the only way we can approve be approved of God is if we come to God the way he tells us to come, and that's why he starts with poverty of spirit. And poverty of spirit simply means that we are at the place where we recognize our need and where we recognize that we need to trust him. So notice some things about that. Uh, what does it really mean to be poor spirit? It certainly is not the conviction that you're of no value. I'm worthless. No, that's not what he's talking about. It's not the absence of self-worth. doesn't mean poor-spirited even. doesn't mean lacking in vitality or being gutless. What does he mean? Well, the Greek word 
means to cower and cringe like a beggar. It, it really is the picture of a person who sees himself and his desperate, desperate needs and cries out for help. And there are two Greek words for poor in the New Testament. One is a pauper. The other is a beggar. One is poor because of his circumstances, and, and he can't help that, and he just has to work to barely get by. The other is poor because he chooses to be poor, and he wants to remain poor. And here the picture is the one who is poor and wants to change his circumstances. He, he's poor before God. He's poor spiritually. He's poor in his sins, and, and he wants to be forgiven, and he wants to be right with God. All of us have to come to that place in our lives where we recognize how spiritually bankrupt we are and how poor in spirit we really are. You see, poor in spirit is the opposite of being rich in pride, and uh, it's the opposite of self-reliance or self-dependence or self-sufficiency. The person who is poor in spirit is realistic. He's realistic about his situation in two areas, his own spiritual inability and his own spiritual inadequacy. The admission of weakness is obviously one of the hardest things for us to do, to admit that we can't, to admit that we don't have what it takes, to admit that we cannot produce what needs to be produced. But that's the basis of everything about being a follower of Jesus Christ. That's always the start. C.S. Lewis once wrote that to find our religious life is making us feel that we are good above all or that we're better than someone else is not true faith. I think we may be sure that we're act, being acted on by the devil, not God, when we think that we're better than others or we're good enough. The real test is that we either forget about ourselves altogether or see ourselves as we really are, a sinner before him. I think Lewis is right. And see, it doesn't say blessed is the man who is strong and rules, and, and rules everything and everybody, but this is talking about a person who has come to that, that place in their life where they recognize their emptiness, they realize they're impoverished. Billy Graham said the poor in spirit are those who are willing to sell out their stock in themselves and do as Jesus said, to deny up them, themselves and take up their cross and follow him. And it's time for us to recognize that we have to do that. One of the tragedies is that many of us are self-deceived. We think that we're right with God when we're full of pride and self-deception, but that's not true. The most pathetic person is the person who is in great need and not aware of it. No man is as ignorant as the one who knows nothing but doesn't know that he knows nothing. No man is as sick as the one who has a fatal disease and is not aware he has it. No man is as poor as the one who is destitute and thinks he's rich. The pitiful thing about the Pharisees, the religious leaders of Jesus' day, was they, they thought they knew everything and they thought they had everything and they thought they were totally okay. And uh, so the fact is, they weren't, but they thought they were, and they had deceived themselves. It takes a lot of energy to pretend, and when a person uses all of his energy to pretend, he doesn't have a lot for living, and therefore his life becomes shallow, and it becomes empty. So we'll pick that up tomorrow and talk some more about it, because I think it's really important for us to see what it means to really be poor in spirit. 